welcome to the NFL. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there? Then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today. And not only will you get the best trophies in the game today, you can get a free championship ring up to a $59.99 value by entering in the promo code DWZ ring. You pick out your trophy, which one do you like? You put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZ ring, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring, and let's have a big season. What's happening, guys? Happy Friday and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone, the People's Dynasty Podcast. And on today's show, well, if you were here on Wednesday, you will know that we did five mid-camp Dynasty buys. Tonight, we're going to do five mid-camp Dynasty sells, uh, but no Jerry tonight. Tonight, I've got a very special guest. Now, this guy is as much a part of the DWZ team as any member that you don't know. Now, I can't really afford an admin, but if I could, I would hire this man. He keeps all of our patron leagues going. Uh, He helps me out a ton behind the scenes. He's a great guy, and he is from the land down under. His name is Neil Gray, but you can call him Neil Gray. Neil, welcome back to the show. It has been a little while. You jumped on with us a couple of group podcasts a while back. Yeah, it's been a been a little while memphis but you know just still working away in the background just keeping keeping everyone on their toes so especially jerry you got to watch that jerry he's uh he's actually in the he's actually in the youtube feed now you are in australia now you you poor folks are still in lockdown that's correct uh well we've been in and out of lockdown it's all very uh it's all very depending on your dance card and it's not across the whole country and uh yeah so uh the majority of our uh patrons are in melbourne um which is where i am in victoria and yes if you live in metro uh victoria we are currently in day one of a two-week lockdown which has already been going for two weeks um, but some of our patrons are in Queensland, which is free. So yeah, I'm uh, double vaccinated. So I'm just waiting for the uh, the world to open back up to me and uh, trying to keep my head down and stay safe and let let G vent to me. He's uh, he's a big venter, as our friend G. So I sit and and let him get it off his chest, and then we uh, then we can talk about some fancy football. And you know I do love G. Of I love, I love both the Aussie guys. Uh, I love AJ and G. Uh, a couple of incredible, incredible fellas. But part of the reason why you wanted to come on is that you've had a very unique idea. We're going to do in the patron, uh, and this is your brainchild. And I'm going to let you run with this. Um, tell us about tag team wrestling and redraft. How is this going to work? What are we going to be doing in Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone? Yeah. So obviously we're a dynasty. We're a dynasty family through and through. But sometimes you have to just acknowledge Kyle, give him a little pat on the head, make him make him feel part of the family. So we don't have an official Patreon redraft league. And obviously we have many hundreds of Patreons. So we can't we're not talking about a Scott Fishbowl style adventure. No, sir, we are not. <laughs> What we're talking about is we're talking about 24 Brave Souls, a traditional 12-team league. Um, and we will, um, you have to pair up with uh, someone you, you don't know, uh, a Patreon member that you've maybe not had a conversation with, Patreon member that is from another country, ideally. And thanks to Sleeper introducing the uh, ability to have the co-owners both draft, we might have some little... Uh, uh, cross-world arguments when someone wakes up and sees that I've drafted Odell Beckham in the first round and then they're uh, 
able to make their second round pick and pick someone else. I joke, of course, I have my Odell limits. Um, but no, yeah, not, so not, we'll... the, the part of that's true. Not now, part of that's true. Um, I, I will say because you f bombed, good friend of the show and loyal Patreon, you f bombed uh, Andrew the other day because you all were in a draft together. He took Odell Beckham and he ruined your one hundred percent rostering of Odell Beckham. This is true. I saw I saw it in the group chat. It it is true. It was uh, uh we both of us took over an orphan in one of AJ's dynasty leagues and they did uh, a dispersal draft. And I, like I said, I have my limits for Odell. It's I'm not going to say them here because there's too many people that I'm in leagues with, but I have a, a window of rounds that I go, right, this is the Odell zone. If I'm going to pick him, I'm picking him here. And to be fair, Andrew went outside of the Odell zone. TJ Hawkinson was still on the board. So there was no way I was taking Odell over TJ Hawkinson. I'm not crazy. So, and he knew it and he does it on purpose. And that's just his way. But yes, it was frustrating. And it is a black mark on my 100% ownership record currently. I'm now 22 of 23. I I love it when, when people make fantasy football fun. We don't do enough of that. I mean, we, we are obviously the serious fantasy gamers here at the Dynasty Warzone, and all the fine people listening to this show around the world are serious gamers, but sometimes it's just fun to have fun with a league mate. So we're going to jump into some guys we're looking to get off of our roster here in just a couple of minutes. I do want to make sure to point out the YouTube now. Uh, this is like midday for Neil. He's wrapping up, you know, he's midway through the work day. He's halfway to the weekend. He's got a meeting here in about an hour. We won't tell his boss, although his boss probably subscribes to the DWZ too. You can see me, you can see Neil, uh, our admin deluxe. Uh, one day I'm looking forward to like trying to hire Neil just to like take care of everything uh, behind the scenes at the DWZ, but he's a, a very valued member. But dude, the YouTube, the YouTube, you could watch this show. Uh, Kyle is going to bring, so here's the thing. So Kyle August has done the waiver wire sniping article for redraft for the last few years. He's done it for the Dynasty Football Factory. He did it for the Ball Blast team. Well, this year he's not going to write it. He's going to do it on YouTube and he's going to do it on Dynasty Warzone's YouTube channel. So that's one of the reasons to subscribe. And then I am going to be doing my prop bets. That's right. Mr. 35 and 7, Mr. Propodopolis, Propzilla bringing it back to the uh, the prop bets, but I'm going to be doing them live so that you can get the best lines possible for the best opportunity to make money. So if you're into redraft and if you're into gambling on top of Dynasty, Dynasty Warzone on YouTube, subscribe, notifications turned on, and uh, five-star reviews. We haven't had another one this week. Uh, we would love some more. We're at 247 total. And we would love to get to 250 within the next week or so. So you're a person. You're listening to this on podcast or watching on YouTube. Man, hop on. Take just a minute. Leave us that review and help us grow the show. And I'll make you a deal. You send me a review or you send me a picture of you subscribing to the Dynasty Warzone's YouTube channel. You send that to Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. I'll answer your trade question. I'll answer your uh, redraft. I'll answer whatever question you want. You want to know Jerry's middle name? Do a review. Send me a screenshot of that review. I will tell you Jerry's middle name. You can submit those at the Dynasty Warzone's Gmail, DynastyWarzone at gmail.com. So, all right, we've already heard Neil mention the Patreon. We're getting ready to do some tag team wrestling in the world of redraft. I'm going to play just a quick commercial from our patron. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the national redraft pods, and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have, or I should say we all used to feel that way until we started patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone it's where new dynasty gamers intermediate dynasty gamers and the ultra sharp dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24 7 no really it's a 24 7 group chat thanks in part to the best international patrons in football 
I'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in Dynasty Fantasy Football, period. It's a place of community. It's a place of interaction. It's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon, which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup to your rebuild and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, and... Being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? All right, thank you for checking out Dynasty Warzone's Patreon, patreon.com. I don't know if there's time to get you in the Tag Team Wrestling Redraft Tournament Worldwide, but there may be a time. So, all right, Neil, we're going to jump into some some cells. And you know what? I'm going to save everybody's favorite segment to good people, bad tweets, to the very end of the show. So let's jump into this, man, Let's, because I got you on a very short clock. We don't want you to be late to a meeting, because then I would have to hire you to be the admin, because you'd be unemployed. <laughs> then you'd be unemployed and in a lockdown. Man, that'd be brutal. So so give me a rookie. Give me a high-end rookie that you're looking to move off of your rosters. Uh, maybe they've gotten a little buzz in camp. You're looking to uh, maybe cash out a little bit of a profit. Who are you thinking? Who's the guy that you're looking to move off of one of your 23 rosters? You know who, if we're talking solely a rookie, I reckon a good one that has been getting a lot of buzz recently is Ramondre Stevenson from the New England Patriots. Now, I know he's running against second, third string um, defenses, but running backs are valuable, and the New England backfield is it could be anything as every year you, you never really know what they're they're going to go with as their depth chart and their pitch count splits but he's been he's done some pretty impressive kind of twitter clip kind of things during preseason so his his arrows pointing up but it's preseason so can you can you sell someone high on that that might might want him it might be a good window to sell him now well, I, I like the Ramonde, Ramondre Stevenson call. Here's the thing. I, I tweeted this last weekend when he had like 15 carries and had that breakaway run where the defender took a horrible pursuit angle and he blew by him and scored a long touchdown. We're recording this live on Thursday night. He just scored again. Here's the thing. If you get more than five, six, seven carries in a preseason game, more often than not, unless it's Pittsburgh and Najee Harris, which... That's a questionable move, but if you're playing, you know, this late in the games and getting that many carries, you're, you're you're probably part of the the backup contingent. But people do like him. He went to a Power Five school. He went to uh, Oklahoma, so people are familiar with him from Saturdays. I will co-sign on the selling of Ramondre Stevenson. I am a big Damian Harris guy. You know, it's so weird that 
that he had that good of a season last year and only played 10 games, and he missed it because of a finger. That does make me a little a little nervous. Uh, my guy in this group, and it's not because uh, he had a drop on his very first target of his career tonight, but my guy is Devonta Smith. Now, th- th- this is I'm not the BMI police. He, I'm not going to hear he's quote-unquote too skinny. Uh, th- th- it does bother me. I would be lying if I said it didn't. You know, I want to feed this man cheeseburgers. I want to get him on a bulking program. And I'd like cheese to add, steaks. Cheese, cheese steaks. He's he's right there in Philadelphia. He could use the carbs and the fat. Let's be quite honest. And, and you know, I want to see what does he look like when he's not running next to Jerry Judy, Jalen Waddle, Henry Ruggs, and all the Alabama great wide receivers that he played with in college. You know, yes, he did get separation on the target that he dropped tonight. But that slight frame just, just gives me pause. And, I, I, and whenever I say I, I dislike, especially a rookie, you know, he's, he has typically not given me a lot of reason not to like him. But I will say that the, the BMI does bother me. He, he is very slight. I don't love his quarterback situation. I don't love his coaching situation. Now, at the end of the day, I think talent will win out. But when you're a low-volume, at least a projected low-volume offense, I believe his quarterback is projected to throw, his Vegas over-under is around 3,300 yards in Jalen Hurts. And, you know, Jalen Rager has started to emerge a little bit. Um, you know, Neil, you ever seen those movies where, like, the guy's on, like, the, uh, the heartbeat monitor and it beeps up and down? For a while, it looked he like... He was flatlining. He was flatlining. And all of a sudden, this last week, you're seeing that... You're starting to see a little bit of signs of life out of Jalen Rager. And here's the thing. I'll be more than happy to move him now, to move Devonta Smith now, knowing that I could get him at a discount next year because I don't know what this offense is going to look like with Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen. I don't know what this offense is going to look like from a passing standpoint with Ruggs and don't forget Goddard. Don't forget Ertz. Then there's Smith. He's already had his first injury. Just a lot more. I, I can't name a whole lot of pros. I can name a whole lot of cons, but I can't name a whole lot of pros. So I'm going to move off Devonta Smith. Um, yes, I will change my mind if I get evidence to the contrary. But right now, I feel like I would rather, you know, if I could trade him straight up for a 2022 first, I'll do yeah. that. I'll just put that. I'll just, it's like getting a refund. It's like trying yeah. out a pair of shoes. You don't like the pair of shoes. You know, they don't fit. You don't really know what you want. So you just go get your money back. You put your money back in the bank until you're ready to buy something else. That's what I'm going to do with Devonta Smith. If I can cash out for what I paid for him, I'm going to move along to my next guy. Neil, what do you think about Smith? And then uh, you have another rookie that maybe you're looking to sell? Uh, so with Smith, I think you're 100% right. I was The only thing I was going to say is I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, you'd need to find – you'd need to be quite targeted, I think, in who was going to buy him for a first. I was thinking, uh, I was going to ask, what what do you think you can get back for him? He's definitely worth more than a second, but yeah, you'd need to find the right buyer, I think, in some of your leagues maybe to get a first off him because there is that concern about the Eagles offense in general, hurts or, or no hurts ability. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Classic, um, classic selling move. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an extra minute to think about your guy. Classic selling move. If your league mates are on Twitter, I'm going to go to an analyst that we all trust. Um, one that comes to mind is Ray Garvin, friend of the show, been on the show many times, Ray GQ. I'm going to find a guy like Ray who is very pro-Devonta Smith, and I'm going to send a Ray Garvin tweet along with my offer of Devonta Smith for a first. Maybe this GM was a, you know, you got to go back through your mental Rolodex of, you know, which owners in my league liked him? Did anyone say, ah, you bum, you took my guy? Anything like that? You know, c- can you go back and, and look through some notes and, you know, just whatever you can do. Yeah, I agree with Neil. You just can't cold call a guy and say, hey, just give me your first for, for Devonta Smith. You got to give him a reason. You know, in selling, they'll tell you features sell. I'm sorry, features tell, benefits sell. How does Devonta Smith benefit their roster? Help him out. All right. Neil, sorry, I cut you off. Give me the next guy, the next youngster you're looking to get off your roster. So 
I think that it's um I, I don't know if I would I would sell him, but I think it is definitely it depends what you can get for him. So this might not be a popular take. I I would try and move your boy Trey Lance. No. I mean, yes, but I, I want to hear why. I think you could get a King's Ransom for him at this point. I think the hype has reached a level that I don't think we've seen on the field yet in his performances. And I think you could get a lot for him. So it depends where you're at with when you drafted him. So there's going to be people that lucked into having a high round draft pick through a trade and maybe picked up Trey Lance and they're actually already sorted at quarterback for a couple of years. So is there a chance to sell him for an absolute, uh, like a granddaddy offer? And I think so. So, so what would that time. be? So, so what would what would be the the, the granddaddy offer for you? Because I, I have what I think it would take for me, but I would love to hear what what you're wanting to, to get out of Trey Lance. Well, you'd want. I think you could probably get at least two firsts, two future firsts. Oh, that, that, that that's just to get a conversation started. Yeah, two firsts. That, yeah. that just gets your that just gets us going. Yeah, and then I think you're looking at. You, you're looking at a, a, a top-tier running back as well, I think. Some, something along the lines of a... It, I guess it would de- it's, it's hard to put people's... Um, put uh, names in places, but, like, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the Jonathan Taylor owner looking like? What's his roster looking like at quarterback someone someone like that like can you so like get... a high-end player yeah like let me ask you this this is not the one i'm gonna do mine in just a second like if if maybe you were flush at quarterback you had a couple of quarterbacks you like let's say you had like uh josh allen you had kirk cousins maybe like a one other like a Derek Carr and then for some reason you wound up a Trey Lance he's like your QB you know you're hoping for him to become the wonder twins with Josh Allen but would you but you've but you've got Baker you've got Allen you've got Derek Carr so technically Trey Lance is 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 disposable kind of would you take like a CD Lamb a CD Lamb plus for for uh Trey Lance in a in a super flex format yep Okay. And that right, my, scenario, I would, yeah. My thought is that I would be looking for a safe QB in two first. And again, my uh, my stance on this guy has got to have a lot of the, the, the loyal, the many-year listeners of the DWZ. It's probably going to you know blow them away. But if I could get like a solid guy, just a solid guy, but a guy that I know that I feel comfortable, um, I feel comfortable uh, as my QB two, because I, I think he's going to be a QB two, and that's Baker Mayfield. Could I get Baker Mayfield and two firsts? Because if I could get Baker Mayfield and two firsts, now we're talking. I replenish the quarterback back on my superflex roster. Uh, I'm you know adding a couple of additional firsts. That's my get out of jail free card. I'll tell you another guy I would consider because um, he's a creep. He's done some bad stuff. The FBI's investigating him. But if I could get Deshaun Watson and a couple of firsts. Here's the thing. If Deshaun Watson pans out and you know if his case gets cleared and he comes back to play in the league, how much different for the next five to seven years is there going to be in the play of Trey Lance versus Deshaun Watson? And I got two additional firsts. Now, I know that I could be setting the whatever Deshaun Watson's worth on fire. Just literally take it in little bitty bits and just set it on fire. But at least I would still have two additional firsts. And I think right now with all this hullabaloo with Deshaun Watson, it's it's going to be a thing. So I, I don't mind gambling a little bit because I do have the safety of those picks. Um, that was a big one. I, I think I, the person that's the Deshaun Watson owner in your league at this moment right now would do that deal. Eight I, times I out of ten. 
I, I, I would not be surprised either. And again, I, I, I don't have any moral proclivity about what these people do or don't do off the field. I'm not asking them to, you know, be part of my social circle. They're more than welcome if they're not a creeper. Uh, and I'm not asking them that to watch my kids. I'm just asking them to be on my fantasy football team. I can, I can, I can delineate the two. I can tell you, you know, why I want them on my fantasy team, but why I think they're a creep. In the case of Deshaun Watson, he's still an alleged creep. 22 times over. That notwithstanding, I'm, I'm going to hit you with another guy that I am looking to move. Now, I didn't go that big. I, I, I went a little bit smaller. I've mentioned him before, but for me, it's Nico Collins. You know, I, I don't ever see him. He's got a lot of buzz. Again, I'm always looking for the buzz. I love to sell the buzz. He went to the University of Michigan, Power 5 school, very popular school. He has gotten a lot of hype in camp. I think he's got good draft capital. He was drafted in the third round. But he's got a very weird quarterback situation this year. I don't ever see him being a volume play. And I see this team, so if they do trade to Deshaun Watson, let's go back to Watson for a minute without making this show too polarizing. But if Deshaun Watson gets his, his matters settled, we know the Broncos are interested. We know the Eagles are interested. Someone's going to pony up two or three, if not more, firsts. And you know Houston's going to suck this year. They're going to have a high first. So if they get multiple first, do you not think they're not going to add a, another wide receiver to this mix? You know, like a first-round guy? So my thing is, is I, I don't see volume. I don't see long-term value. And if I can get out, like if you drafted him for a third, and I could send Nico Collins and a third for like a first, that might be a stretch. But all you need is a, is, a, is a good preseason game or two, and maybe not. Maybe you just throw it out there and, and at least get the conversation rolling. Maybe you can move Nico Collins and a third for a guy like Terrace Marshall, who I do love. You know, there are some moves you can make, but I'm, I know people like him. I like the athlete. If he was in a different situation, maybe I'd like him more. But low volume, questionable quarterback situation. What's the future look like? Too many unanswered questions. And a little too much buzz to maximize on, so I'm moving Nico Collins. What do you think, Neil? I actually moved him last week in one of my non-dynasty leagues. Nico Collins in a third for a second. I didn't get a didn't get a first, but as I had a couple of thirds, and I just went, "Yep, yeah, it's time to time to move on." So uh, get, get get that draft capital. All right. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to try to pick the pace up on this one a little bit. I got about 30 minutes of your time left before I get you fired. All right. G give me a cheap buy. Give me a guy worth a first or less. You can be a veteran. It can be a rookie. Give me a cheap buy that you're looking to sell before the season uh, gets going too much. I was going to say Odell Beckham. Let me go. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not the right, right answer. Okay. Now, it's not Odell, right? And I don't think he's worth a first, right? But if you're going to sell someone, I reckon it's a good time to sell Jarvis Landry from the Browns as well before the Browns actually start running out their offense. So last year he had 24% target share in the Browns offense, which I think everyone agrees was a pretty, pretty good offense. Um, and he'll still get, I think, the majority of targets, I think, but the the percentage will drop down, I think. I think he'll still be someone that Baker targets pretty regularly. Um, and this is his last year with the Browns. So next year, they're not going to be able to keep him and Odell. And I think what um, Peoples-Jones has shown in the, um, in the preseason and, and in camp suggests that they don't need to. Um, so, yeah, if I was going to try and sell someone now, Jarvis Landry would be someone I would be looking to sell. I don't think you'll get a first for him, um, but you might be able to put him in a package with something to, to get back a first and something else kind of thing. You know, th this will probably blow people away, and I'm totally fine with that. If I could get – if I could package – and maybe you have to. I don't know. 
Um, but Jarvis, he was part of that very famous, arguably the best wide receiver class of all time. It was the 2014 class. And if I could move him straight up, even for a Kadarius Tony, an Amal Ross St. Brown, a, a Brian Edwards, a Dayami Brown. Uh, I don't think you get Brian Edwards for him right now. There's a little too, speaking of buzz. Um, but those are the kind of guys that, you know, you're, you're not always going to get picks. But I, I don't mind. I mean, Jarvis is okay, but by this point in his dynasty career, he's, prob- he's probably your wide receiver four or five. And I really want the wide receiver four or five on my dynasty rosters to have upside. You know, I want the wide receiver four or five on my roster to, if he has the best season possible, if it's the best case scenario, I really want that person to accumulate in value. And that's what guys like Kadarius Tony, you know, Dayami Brown, those type of guys, if they have their best possible season, they're going to be worth a hell of a lot more this time next year. Whereas even if Jarvis Landry has a very useful and productive 2021, Neil, do you know, do you know what your fellow dynasty GMs are going to say next year? Hell no. They're going to be like, eh, 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 um, Jarvis Landry. So I, I'm with you. I, I have a very similar guy. He's worth a, a little bit more than, than Jarvis Landry per hold on, fantasy. Hold on, hold on, okay. hold on. I want to write something down, and I want to see if it's the same person that I had written. I had as another option. See, right? another reason why you should be tuned in to the YouTube. You could actually see, like, I could like pump in some like Jeopardy music. I think that's copyrighted. My guy's Adam Thielen. Hooked, oh. on a, hooked on a Thielen. Uh, here's the thing, and I, and I'm looking to do the exact same thing that because I don't think you're going to get much of a rookie pick for Adam Thielen. But I'm looking, again, Fantasy Pros, ADP, guys in that range. Um, you're not going to get Elijah Moore, even though Thielen's the wide receiver 39 and Elijah Moore is the wide receiver 41. You're, you're not getting that deal. Uh, I would take a cheap shot on Michael Gallup. Uh, Rondale Moore, you're probably not going to get. Um, but just, you know, Terrace Marshall, I doubt, but he, he is below them. Amon Ra, St. Brown, Kadarius Tony. I could see where... Thielen may be your wide receiver four, and and he's probably going to have upside because we're all pretty stoked for Justin Jefferson, the sequel, Justin Jefferson part duh, if you will. But you know, I, I Michael Pittman's going behind him. These are all guys again. Same thing. Your wide receiver three, four, five, maybe not your three, but your four, five, and six. They should be guys that again, if you maximize and. They have the best possible season. I should be able to accumulate value for them going forward. So I went Thielen. Who did you write down, and what did you think about Thielen? So Thielen, I agree with, and I was actually just looking up his age. I was interested to see how old he was. So he's 30. 31? He's 30. Yeah, 30 I'm 31. 31. Yeah. Jarvis Landry's only 28. That's crazy. He's been in the league for yeah. 107 years. The person I wrote down splits the difference he's 29 you know what i i thought about him but you know what he wrote down so again you should be watching on youtube you'd be following along with this right now he wrote down robert woods it's funny i actually have his teammate cooper cup as my mid-tier price guy and if anyone's Mm. listening to this show for any amount of time i've said it before i'll say it again i could not love cooper cup more if his last name were young if his name were Cooper Young, I would love him just as much as I do with his name being Cooper Cup. I am the OG original Cooper Cup stand in this industry. It's fact. I have the receipts. But here's the thing. He's 28. Speaking of 28-year-olds, he's 28 years old. He's on a great offense. But if I'm not a contender, this is the little caveat. This is the little addendum to this take. If I'm not a contender or I'm not going to be a contender in the next year, I, I'm going to move Cooper Cup because right now, his ADP and redraft is touching the third round. The very back end of the third round, he's depending on where you get your ADP. He's sleeper, ESPN, Yahoo. He's trending around that like 36, 37 range. And if that's the kind of buzz he has and that's going to carry over into Dynasty, then I am going to go ahead and I would, I would want two firsts. I would want at least one first and one of these really solid young guys that I really, really liked. Now I'm going further up the uh, the the food chain 
than the Kadarius Tonys and the, 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 the those type of guys. I'd be looking for like an Elijah Moore in a first. And I get it. You know, I've called Elijah Moore could be Cooper Cup in a very similar offense. I, I understand that, but I, I'm not giving Cooper Cup away. I want that to be. I want that to be the note. But at his age, at 28 years old, uh, I think he's going to have a monster season. I would not be surprised if he finishes top eight. But this might be your peak, you know, because you know all of a sudden you turn 29 going into the next year, 29 in, in fantasy dynasty football. You know they're going to put you out to the old folks' home, you know, and and, and for those reasons. This very well could be your absolute final maximum cash-in window, two firsts. And for those reasons, I'm going to take that shot. So th- does that surprise you? No. So Robert Woods, for the, the man I wrote down, the Rams actually saved $10 million on the cap if they cut him after this year as well. He's And he is in that twilight of his um of his value career and they have spent draft picks the few draft picks that they've had they've used at wide receiver Tutu Atwell Van Jefferson um so yeah they're obviously and they're not afraid to um to sell draft picks to to get star players as well so I think it's definitely both of both of them whether it's uh Woods or Cup I think this is a a good window to to sell them both to get younger. All right, so that was my mid-tier price buy. Who is yours? Who is the mid-tier price guy you're looking to uh, to unload from your rosters? Is Miles Gaskin mid-tier? Memphis? Um, I, I, I think he's he's lower tier. and I, I think yeah. the fact that the Dolphins come out with the, the news that they're going to use a full three-headed committee, I would, I would put him in the lower buy. Mm. And Alan Robinson would be in the. Alan, Alan Robinson is a tweener. I would accept him as your mid as your mid yeah. price point buy. Let's talk about Alan Robinson. Okay, I reckon the the hype. So I have family in Chicago, so I'm possibly in terms of the American market. I see the most. I hear the accent. I, I, I hear I hear East Chicago when I hear you speak. So that's the my I have cousins that live there. So that's so I I see a lot of that content, um, and the fields hype is like we talked about the Lance hype, but the fields hype's uh, another level. There might actually be protests and riots. I think if Andy Dalton rolls out there week one with some of the the things that I'm seeing, um, and I think it, again. Someone that has a uncertain future, uh, as to uncertain as to where he's going to be in the future, with um, uh, whether he stays in Chicago, like what kind of contract he's going to get, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think you can s- find an owner and go. He's this Alan Robinson's going to be a, a top ten wide receiver this year. Fields is the Fields is the real deal. Like let's let's talk. You need that. You need this. This is what you need. You, you know what the best selling feature for uh, for your man uh, Allen Robinson is? You literally get to advertise the best quarterback of his career. You know this man's been saddled with Mitch Trubisky, with Andy Dalton at least for the first game of the season with Blake Bortles. He has dealt with the old Nick Foles, the ultimate collection of crumb bums and shoe clerks, and the same thing. He's 28, and this is dynasty. This is not a redraft take. I love Allen Robinson this year. This year, just absolutely love him because no matter who is his quarterback, it's likely the best quarterback he's ever played professional, probably even football in general. What's his name? Uh, Christian was it not Christian Ponder, but uh, Christian Hackenberg was his QB in uh, Penn State, and that that is bad. So I can totally, totally co-sign. On Allen Robinson. So, okay, I'm gonna let you go with your highest end sell. Who is the who is the guy? I'm gonna let you go back to back, and then I'll wrap it up with mine. Who is the guy at the highest end of the range that you're looking to move? Um, uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it some thought, Memphis. Uh, you you go, and then I'll I'll jump in at the end. I had one, but I've, I've I've changed my mind on it after some of our discussions. 
A, a change of heart? A change of heart. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a pass on that. I'm going to give you a pass because unlike Jerry, it actually sounds like you read the show sheet and you actually <laughs> did your homework. So I will give you a pass to give you an extra minute to make sure that we nail this. For me, it's Devontae Adams. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. He is worth 30.9 in the in the Dynasty Trade Calculator, the official calculator of the Dynasty Warzone, the Dynasty Trade Calculator. That's worth just about three 2022 firsts. Now, are you going to get three 2022 firsts? No. But if I could go out and I could just reset the, the clock, you know what? Can I get... Can I go to a contender and can I get uh, A.J. Brown straight up for Devontae Adams because maybe that GM is a little bit nervous about the, the impact of Julio in 2021? You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised in the right setting if you couldn't get Calvin Ridley and a first. I would even throw in a third. I would be like Devontae Adams and a third for Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is got a good possibility of being the wide receiver one overall. And again, I, I don't want to, because when I first got into this racket, this podcast racket so many years ago, uh, I told myself I was never going to be an ageist, and I'm not. I do not care. The age of a player does not matter to me in a vacuum. The age of a player to me matters based on the roster in which I have them. That's what matters to me. So this is not an age take, but unfortunately, so many of our league mates and fellow GMs are a bit more age bias. So unfortunately, I've got to do what's best for my team's long term. And I bought I bought Devontae Adams in a Superflex last year. I gave up Terry McLaren and a first to get Devontae Adams, but I went on to win the league. I did it right before the, the championship. It was worth it because I got the money and I, I, I got the title. And, and those things last, at least the, the, the title lasts forever. The money, you know, it comes and goes. It's money. But that, that's the whole point. So maybe it's not a move that you do today. I'd love to move today. But, yeah, for a guy worth about three first-round picks, I would love to move him. I would, I would really prefer to get a young player. Some, like I would love to get T. Higgins and two firsts for Devontae Adams. I'd take a 2022 and a 2023 and T. Higgins. I don't know that you get that, especially. But if, if like T. Higgins is, is clearly the best player on your roster, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, if Devontae Adams is clearly the best player on, on your roster and, and you're not really going to have a real shot at winning, it's a move I'm not afraid to make. So, yeah, it's it's Devontae Adams for me. He is going to just crush people in the in the quote-unquote last dance with uh, Aaron Rodgers. But what about you, Neil? What do you think about the Adams take? And then uh, give me your big-name guy. So I think Adams is someone that I agree with. Again, the uncertainty about the future is something that I think it's important to, because he came out and said, I don't care who I play for. I just want the the money. So he wants the Devontae cheese, Adam, man. Devontae I don't blame Adam, him. Adams could be on the um, Eagles next year with an unknown quarterback throwing him balls. Like, if they're willing to pay what is – his max salary is, then he, he'll go anywhere. Like he could be, I'm trying to think of a worst case scenario. I was thinking the Jets. Because you, know, yeah. you got to think he's, he's going to go to a team with either a quarterback on a rookie deal or a rookie in general. And and the Jets make sense that, you know, that, that their roster doesn't have any good players on it. And when your roster doesn't have any good players on it, you typically don't have a, a huge salary cap burden. So I could see the, the, the Jets – being, I could see. The, what about Devonte Adams in New England with Mac Jones? Mm, you know, I was you know, actually just thinking that. You know, you know, Uncle Bill with all that money, um, he was throwing it around like a, like it was going out of style. So, I, but I, we've talked enough about Adams. I want to hear your guy. Let's bring this thing home strong. Let's bring it home yeah. with your guy, and then we owe these people, good people, bad tweets. Bad tweets. Zeke Elliott. I'm here for it. I, I am absolutely so, here for it. Again, I think he you've got to you've got to use um in in any trade, you've got to use a bit of public perception, you've got to use the news of the time. So everybody in Dal CD Lamb's value is going to the moon. 
because of hard knocks. It's like CD Lamb, he's he's ready to explode. Dak's back. He was on pace for X number of yards and X number of touchdowns last year when Dak was fit. So CD Lamb to the moon. Zeke Elliott in the best shape of his life. The Cowboys are are back. This is going to be forget about last year. Zeke Zeke's back, baby. He's in that. He's in that Zach's little back. window. He's, he's had Zeke's a lot back. of. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of uh, a lot of tread on his tires. Old Zeke Elliott. He might have lost the tire around his waist a little bit, but it doesn't take the um, doesn't take the kilometers out his legs. So, yeah, I'm I, uh, selling Zeke. I, I I like it. I mean, maybe Zeke can get back to the half shirt. He can get back to the to 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 the to the the half shirt. So there you go. Uh, we were going to try to do a DFS show. Uh, couldn't couldn't get the whole gang together to do that. So Neil jumped on to bail me out to help me do some sales. Neil, I appreciate it, man. Again, um, your Twitter handle is at nrg five one six two eight. I'll just tweet him out when when I tweet out the episode. If you're listening to this, I'll I'll just tweet him out. You know, it should be something cool like. Uh, Neil Gray AUS or Neil Gray with the Australian flag or something something like that would make a lot more sense. But he's at NRG five one six two eight. he he's a good dude, man. You should be following him. Uh, he tweets a lot of stuff about Aussie rules football, other sports beyond NFL football. Uh, but just an amazing guy. So Neil, let, let's get into this. Let's take this one home on a on a high and a high and a low note. This is good people with bad t- all right, so our our uh, our good person with a bad tweet is Michael, and Michael is at Fantasy F Ball Pro, and Michael said Tyler Higby is a waste of a draft pick this season. Now, come on, Michael. Come, I mean, listen, this was clearly the classic engagement tweet. You you literally just throw poop against. Wait, wait this is wait, but this is the Dynasty Warzone. You literally throw shit against the wall. See what sticks and see how we can get the conversation. Now, last I checked, I'm going to go dynasty. I'm going to, I'm going to go dynasty. I'm going to go back to our friends at the at the FF uh, at Fantasy Pros. And Tyler Higby is not even a tight end one in a startup. Ty- Tyler Higby is going as the tight end fourteen. He is nestled between. Oh, oh yeah, he's he's snug right up. Eighteen. I thought he was going to be eighteen. I have him 14 between uh, in a man sandwich. Hey now, in a man sandwich between Logan Thomas and Cole Komet. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm just calling bullshit on all these engagement farmers and their their shitty bad tweets. Um, but I'm not going to retweet it. I'm just going to talk it down on my podcast. I'm not giving you engagement. I'm not giving you a thumbs down because that's like the new thing on Twitter. You can give arrows down. I'm not giving you an arrows up. If I could give this tweet a middle finger, I totally would. Neil, what are your what are your thoughts on the Tyler Higby is not worth a draft pick thought? So uh, I think it's a really, as someone that's got a degree in English, I think it's a really poorly worded tweet because he's, <laughs> so <laughs> depending how many rounds you do, of course someone's going to pick up Tyler Higby. Don't be a don't be a flog. Um, I think uh, I, again, I don't. Th- if you're gonna if you're gonna have a take, if you want to be a take a take artist, you want to have a hot take. I don't think the tight end fourteen is where you should be directing your uh, your flamethrower. Like get get a little spicier. Go even the even the RB fourteen would get you more engagement than the tight end fourteen. Come on, man. Set your set your sights a little higher. Aim higher. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw that tweet, and I in, in my head, Neil, I was like this. That's a total fail, man. That that that's a bad tweet. He's a good dude. Uh, I'm sure he's a great person, but that is a bad tweet. Well, listen, uh, Neil. I want to thank you so much for jumping on with us. I am going to take uh, just a minute and tell you about my buddy Matt over at Hate Brand Goods. Uh, as Thursday, we're recording this live. Uh, their new drip collection. Now, I know a lot of you see me. Uh, you saw the picture from Rich Dotson's house from the Fantasy Football Expo. Yes, my shorts are a little bit short, but yes, I have the quads to do them. Uh, but these, these are longer shorts. These are a mesh short, like a classic basketball-style short. 
and the the logo is embroidered. Uh, just great looking stuff, man. And if you don't want to go looking for it, first of all, if you just search HVIII in Google, it comes right up. But if you're, you're like, you're like, fuck that Memphis, I'm not going to Google. Fine. You're listening to this on podcast. Hit pause. Go into the show description. The hyperlink's right there. You push it. You shop around. You look at the accessories. You look at the shorts, the backpacks, all the cool stuff that you're not going to walk into a Dick Sporting Goods. You're not going to walk into a finish line or a Foot Locker, and you're not going to walk out looking like everybody else. You can mix this stuff in with some name brand stuff like Nike and Under Armour. That's how I wear it. But uh, go over to Hate Brand Goods, the HVIII.com, and use that promo code Memphis. It helps out the show. Please rate and review and share and subscribe everywhere. Going to be a lot of content. We've got a great crew. Um, again, you don't see Neil all the time, but if you're in the patron, you know Neil's name. He keeps the leagues together. He is uh, doing awesome stuff. Uh, he was my babysitter. He was my personal babysitter in Patron 12, the auction edition. And I, and I feel for him. This man lives in... Yeah, I know. If you can... You, you saw on, on YouTube. This man lives in Australia. He's like... Memphis, you're on the Memphis, you're nominated. Memphis, you're the last one to bid. Every day, every single day, we had Neil checking me out. He's a good dude at NRG51628. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. You can follow the show at Dynasty Warzone on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Neil, you got anything to add before we leave? No, just hope everyone's staying safe and uh, making the world a better place for Dynasty Fantasy Football. You heard the man. I'm not even doing it this week. So on behalf of Neil, I'm Memphis. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a kick-ass weekend. Hate brand goods. That's us. I'm very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. Hate brand goods, spread hate, always party. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have raglans. Baseball season just kicking off. A raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some, some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Matty, aka at Matty Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles, and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at ViridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak